you get all the way to Pala, and and it's night when you arrive. You're actually you're like literally on the road after sundown with this possessed woman in the back of a donkey cart. What could go wrong? <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> wolf howls in the rising moonlight. Oh god, is it a full moon? Is that the cycle or yeah. the stars? Okay. So um, you get to you get to uh, Pala mm. just after nightfall. Would we have grabbed our crap before we left, or we did not have time to do that? I. Wow, you guys were so freaked out. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just seeing what our status is. <laughs> you're like halfway to Paula, and you're like, shit, oh, I didn't, my I didn't armor. grab my armor. <laughs> <laughs> he looks down at his tunic. He's like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, hopefully we won't be needing that tonight. Wow. That just, it tells you how freaked out you guys are. <laughs> You do have a I don't bet. think we would have. I don't think. I don't think I would have been listening very much to just. We got to make one more stop. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you get to Pala. Where, where do you go? I, I think we go right to the uh, right to the temple. Absolutely. No delay. All right. He gets you there. He's like, I wasn't expecting you till tomorrow. Do you have her? Yes, we do. He says, "Well." You all seem uh, to have had a long day. If you are able, we can possibly start the ritual tonight, but it will be long and arduous. We can hold her until tomorrow to give you some rest, but we won't be able to start the ritual until sundown. But we can start. We can start tonight. We can start immediately. Well, yes, we should have enough time to do this to attempt to do this before dawn. Mm. We, I, I've made it all ready. I made all the necessary preparations. Excellent. Let's go. I mean, what are we going to say? Oh, we're on vacation. We'd really like to stay rested. <laughs> okay. So he, he has his acolyte, you know, he explains, you know, basically he says, why don't you guys get some food, take a few minutes, catch your breath, clean up, and when you're ready, I'll have one of the acolytes bring you in. We're gonna. It'll take me a half an hour or so to prepare her, um, so you have a, a bit of time to. Because you guys are like road dusty, and you know you've been at it like all day long. Um, Is there anything that we may need to prepare ourselves for the ritual? He he smiles and he says, "Your your your spiritual strength." Oh, great. He just he kind of just cracks a grin and he's like, "All right, well, slaps uh, Horatius on the shoulder. Perhaps we should uh, clean up and get some wine." Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so after about a half an hour, um, you come in and you see that the that the woman is tied down onto a table with her arms like straight out. Um, so she's strapped with her arms straight out. They've bathed her, and they've covered her with a uh, a long, modest tunic. Her hair is parted, like very, you know, parted like down the middle a lot. And uh, you know, she's gagged. Her eyes are wild and looking back and forth, and she's fully conscious. Hmm. 
So he says, um, "I'm going to start my. I'm going to start the chant. You'll have to learn it. It's very repetitive." And he says, "Stand." And he says, "I'll show you where to stand. I'm going to lead you in it. And after about an hour, when I'm comfortable that you have it, I'm going to start preparing for the for the removal." Mm-hmm. Okay. And he says, "If one of you." needs to relieve yourself or scratch or for some reason stop the chant please signal to the others so that they can redouble their effort while you're taking a break if we falter or the chant and if all four of us stop chanting at any one point the spell will immediately fail and it could have very bad consequences for the subject Hmm. and you need all of our help Correct. Well, the more of us there are, the easier it is, because if there are two people who have to keep the chant up, then uh, for it, if, if one of you should falter, it won't be catastrophic. But if two people are and they both falter, it's ruined. And I would rather not risk any of the other, you know, any of the younger acolytes here. Yes. So all of the acolytes will be involved as well, as many people as possible. Right. No, I've sent them away. Oh, why? Because the last time I tried to do this, one of them died. Oh, good news. I told you I would do this, but only with your help. I'm willing to put myself at risk, but not. These are many of these are the children of prominent families. If another one of them was to die, it would be catastrophic for the temple. If we fail in the chant, what we are trying to draw from her could break loose. The chant is to draw it from her safely, so it's inert. I learned that one the hard way. Oh, Lord. Don't tell. We don't like to tell stories that we don't have to tell. Don't tell us. Okay, then. Um, Let's begin the chant. Now I need everyone to make an INT check. Hard success. Solid success. Not quite hard, but close enough. 96 out of 50. Okay. Now, what are you? Wait. You keep asking me to roll dice. This is what happens. This is what's going to happen. I need. um, You're all going to be chanting. But John's doesn't count because he's mispronouncing several key f- syllables. So if it ever falls on him that he's the one who has to keep it up, it's going to automatically fail. But none of you get like an hour to learn it. <laughs> it's kind of like wrapped up like a douche. What? <laughs> you know, you, you're just getting that weird lyric wrong over and over and over. And, you know, to you, it sounds fine. (laughs) All right, so you begin, and the first hour comes. And it's this long, complicated chant in a language you don't understand. And he motions like he's going to break away after the next verse. And he's, like, pointing to her as he's chanting and, and, you know, motioning that you guys should keep up on it. And when the chant, oh, and by the way, the chant's in a round. So it's like you're not all singing the same lyric at the same time. 
You're mm. kind of like several syllables around, so each one is overlapping, and then it skips on John. But you guys don't really realize that because <laughs> oh. you're so like wrapped up in your own. Um, but but there's always at least two of you kind of singing the the same spot. So <laughs> at this point, as you guys are singing, you're all kind of gathered around the top of her body, up kind of like in an, in a semicircle around her head with her arms outstretched like this, tied down to this table. While you're singing this round of it, he takes a, a very sharp blade yeah. and he carefully shaves off all of the hair in a square patch at the very top of her head. Okay, and then once that is over, he looks to see if you guys are okay. Um, and then he takes out a, sky, a scalpel and carves a kind of like three quarters of three quarters of a square, so that the flap the flap of scalp just kind of like hangs off, and and you see like the bloody top of her her skull. And I need all of you to make a sand check, except John, who as a soldier is immune to such horrific graphic stuff. What about me as a gladiator? No. All right. Because you technically you're not an active gladiator. You're a bodyguard. Fail. Uh, th- 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 that is also a fail. Okay, and John's chant doesn't count. <laughs> okay, so um, as that happens, all of the lights in the room extinguish. It's like a wind blows through the room smelling like, uh, like an open latrine and like all of the lights just like go out um, you hear like a scalpel fall uh, immediately what do you guys all do Bill what do you do when this happens you realize that you know you skipped you paused in the chant and then so had uh, Chad you don't know you know, John seemed to be chanting fine, but the spells still seem to have failed. One by one, don't talk to each other. What do you do in that moment? Yavelinus is going to freeze. He's not prepared for this. He's, okay. It's dark. He's unarmed. Radius. Go to ground and hide. Closest place. So nobody's going to try and keep chanting. Uh, John. I tried to chant harder. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he had it right, so he just redoubles okay. his efforts. The, uh, you hear the priest chanting very loud, almost at the like the top of his lungs, and you hear him like stamping his feet in the dark. Um, and you hear this like low growling sound in the darkness coming from where the woman's uh, probably where her midsection or chest is. Mm. Like this deep rumbling in her chest. He's a sternomancer. All right. We're going to go back to Bill. What do you do? If the priest is still chanting, I'm going to try and pick the chant back up. Okay. Same. Okay. You, you pick the chant back up. And uh, as you're chanting, you start to hear like the sound of flint and hitting steel. And the priest relights one of the lamps. Um, and then as you guys are, you know, he goes to John's character and he gives you like the lit candle and he points to all the other lamps and uh, torches that are kind of lighting up this 
you know, like basically relight the room as and as he continues chanting. Okay, I do so. Um, as he's chanting, he starts motioning to you guys, and it's obvious like he's as he's continuing this chant, he's scolding you, mm-hmm. and he's like motioning with his arm, like you cannot stop. And then he motions with his eyes, you know, and then waves his hand and motions, which you know, basically, no matter what you see. Don't stop. Keep going. Mm-hmm. All right. The room is relit. The the you know that's one strike on you guys. <laughs> so, does he not? Does he notice that I'm not doing no, it right? He's, 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 yeah. Nobody really knows. It's like very, it's very minor missteps, but no one's noticed. Gotcha, gotcha. Tattoo Verada necktie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so at this point, he's got her, this bloody square on her skull open. And he's cut skillfully. It's not like it's oozing blood, but it's not spurting. And at that point, he takes out this round drill. Oh, and he, like, God. And he yeah. points to it, you know, and he's like pointing, like pointing to his chest, like breathe deep and chant and... You know, and he was waiting for like the next round to start drilling this uh, little hole. All right, so he starts to drill. Um, you actually smell like a burnt flesh as he's kind of like moving the 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 saw back and forth, and the teeth and the 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 teeth of the circular saw are kind of like cutting the circular hole in the top of her head and you can like smell the the you know the bone burning on the friction um and i need all three of you to make sand check except john so two of the three (laughs) succeed okay the chant does not interrupt and he expertly drills the you know, sends the drill to the thickness needed, not hurting her skull at all. Um, I'm not hurting her brain at all and removes expertly this round little disc of bone. And you look down. Um, I think all of you have probably seen exposed brain at one point or another. I'm sure I would have. As the, as the disc comes away of bone, you see almost as if, there, the brain is like discolored, and you think, "Oh, it must be clotted blood or or the shadows." But as soon as the light of the torches hit, a million, like like dozens and dozens of these thumb-sized dark uh, globules, flee from the light and recede from that hole, kind of like into a different part of her skull, mm-hmm. almost like. You know, roaches when a light is suddenly turned on them and they flee for the shadows. Mm-hmm. I need everybody to make a sand check. Yeah. Uh, that one I made. Okay. Success. Fail. All right. Does not matter. <laughs> you're, you're not helping anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a Davina. <laughs> and all the other misheard lyrics. <laughs> um, Okay, he actually gets a a ornate glass bowl, almost like a vase, and he puts it at the base of her skull right under the hole, and he like steps back and he takes like a 
he, he motions to you guys to take deep breaths and then he starts to chant to lead the chant like much louder and even faster and he like motions for you guys to follow his lead and he joins hands with all through all four all of you like he grabs two of you and motions to the one on the end to grab the other so that the four of you are holding hands all right at this point i need everybody to make a pow check I just made it. Fail. 41 out of 45. Okay, two out of three, I think, is enough. Um, all of you are immediately drained. Five magic points. <laughs> the woman's body kind of like convulses and like her back arches, and she's like lifting herself off the table in this full body spasm. It just looks ag agony, and all of those little black globules that had fleed, you know, fleed from the light, they start coalescing and dripping drip by drip out of her skull into this vial, where they pool almost like, like, uh, like dark oil or pink. Uh, yeah, and as they do that, you see the fluid starts to try and come up. It almost it starts moving of its own accord, trying to find the edges of where it is, almost to like escape upward. Like it's trying to crawl out of the bottle, but it has no purchase. And just drip by drip, it keeps dripping in. So I, for the third and last time, I'll need everybody to make a sand check. Fail. Success. Pass thirty six. Okay, you keep the chant going, and we won't have to deal with that because <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun if everybody failed because now it's coming out um after about an hour of this it almost as if it looks like there's maybe like the third of the vial is filled probably about a half gallon of this dark living icor is drained out of the woman it drained out of cyan and her back slowly like loses its arch and her muscles lose all the rigidity and she just slowly but surely goes limp and then like it's like one drop and then a minute passes and then it's another drop and then two minutes passed and the doctor begins to like look over but motions for you to keep chanting and you see him like pressing on her brain Kind of like looking around the edges of the skull to examine it. And then at that point, he takes out a ball of wax and he like puts it into the stopper as a stopper and then like mashes it down all around it. And he like motions that you can stop chanting. <sighs> and he says, I'm, I'm fairly certain we got it all. And he passes out like water because you guys have been chanting for like four hours. Wow. I mean, Lucius just squats down. So, I mean, this he's sweaty and, and looks like he's been in surgery for four hours. Um, and he immediately puts a, a special fitted brass plate in the circular, you know, he doesn't put the bone back. He mm. says this piece, it, I can't reattach it. So he puts a, a, a disc and then sews up the skin back and, you know, dresses the wound. And he says, well, she should come to tomorrow 
she'll be weak, but she should recover. And it is fully out from her? We won't know. Um, she may, she will return to some of her faculties. She won't be dangerous. Um, and, and she should be a lot easier to manage. Whether it's a full recovery, I won't know. Um, the only, only time will tell that. But the worst of it is over. What, what is it? What, I mean, do you understand what it is? He says, I believe it is the blood of something more powerful. Mm. He says, we're nervous about testing it. When my order finds these, we usually try to destroy them rather quickly. Um, the only place, there's no way to do that safely here. So I'll be leaving for uh, the temple where I was trained and asking for the senior priests to aid me in disposing it. We've never had one this large. I would like to know if he seems to be telling the truth. Make an insight check. Oh, what is it? Uh, success. Just. He's not. Yeah, I knew it, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to bring that back to Tunisia or... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're going to use it. What do you want to do? I think you're the only one who's picked up on it. Well, I give I give the stink eye, or, you know, the sort of, hey, hmm, I don't know, to, uh, to Salvius? That, right. Lucius? Lucius, my... All right, Lucius, let's see if you know... Make a... Make a uh... Insight? Yeah. No, no, your friend is trying to... Make you know, make a make a no roll. All right. Let's see. Let's see how much you can pick up on your friend's cue. Right, let me find this on the sheet here before I roll. Uh, or I just roll. It doesn't matter. So I roll a sixty-two. I assume it's probably not going to make it. No is is uh, is just your education, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, so I got a sixty-two out of sixty. I'll sp I'll spend the two points. <laughs> you pick up that he's not buying the guy's story. Um, Evelinus, you can do the same. I just rolled. I'm oblivious. Okay, you're you're just too tired and, and shredded mm -hmm. emotionally. I mean, you have lost five magic mm -hmm. points, so you feel just, you know, like you haven't slept in, in a day. Mm -hmm. Which I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. yeah. It's accurate. <laughs> well, then you have, like, you've been up for two mm -hmm. days. It's just uh, very fit, like mentally fatigued. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so, so Lucius he, just kind of looks at him and like returns, like he holds his gaze for a minute and like inclines his head ever so slightly yeah. to acknowledge the the message. Signal received. Mm -hmm. um, All right. He says, "I'm going to uh, put this somewhere for safekeeping till I can get it out of the city." But then I'll send the acolytes to help you move her to wherever you're staying. Um, do you have a room, or we can bring you? I can take you to a place we keep. Uh, we can bring you know. We can set up some cots in the hospital. That'll be uh, fine. And he starts like le you know leaving this little secure area mm -hmm. with the vial. Yeah. Um, can we? Can we? Is there any chance that we could help you uh, bring that to? Safety? Uh, he says, no, no, we, we're going to lock this in the inner vault sanctum. 
only consecrated priests of Escapolis are allowed in there. It's part of the the protectiveness of we can we can't have a we can't have non consecrated priests in there. It would ruin the protective seals. We have it from here. This vial will keep it inert. It can't hurt anyone now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you actually start laughing? Uh, n- no. <laughs> I think I can keep it together. Okay, so are you guys going to let him leave the room? Well, yeah. I, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, we've been up for a full day. We're not... He like, looks as tired as you do. Yeah, and I'm not suggesting we, you know, wrestle this thing and do another open combat. That would not be my way anyway. Let's uh, yeah, back to the room and have a discussion. As he walks away, I, I pull closer to those two guys and say, do we want to stay here or should we stay at that inn that we were at before? Uh, it would be easier for us to discuss certain things. Agreed. If they were not yours. About and there, yes, I I crave the um, eggplant. I believe it was tasty. Do you guys think something funny's going on? Yeah, no, it's the eggplant that I'm craving. So the priest leaves with the vial, and a minute or two later, the acolytes come in, and they're like, "Oh, we're we're told that the procedure was a success, and we're to bring her to the hospital and make accommodations for the three of you." Mm, we, we, in fact, um, we have made friends from our previous day, and we, we'd like to stay at the inn instead. That's it, sir. It's, it's the middle of the, it's the middle of the night. It's two hours until dawn. I don't think that they'll be awake to let you in. We'll be fine. Maybe we'll take a walk before dawn. You know, they say that if you stare at the dawn light, it makes your eyesight better. And rarely do I get a chance to see it. Well. That's 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 here for that's up to you. I'll uh we'll make sure that she's secure, but uh she should sleep. That's what uh, uh Hamilcar said. She probably won't awake in, until uh tomorrow evening. Um well then they basically like several of them come and they uh carry her into the hospital ward. So they leave you. Um, they they take her and they let you leave the temple to go outside and walk if you wish. I yeah, I mean, it's too bad, but yeah, let's say we wait till the inn opens and we can just sleep it off in the daytime. Sure. All right, I need each one of you to make a luck check as you are leaving the temple. Ninety four. No. Eighty six. Lot three. Nice. Nice. I was hoping somebody'd make a critical, an extreme success. So close. Oh, success. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, as you are leaving, you see that one of the priests is saddling a horse um, from the stable of the temple. Oh, yeah. Which is odd because it's still nighttime. It's like four in, it's like four in the morning. It's still an hour before daylight. And apparently, uh, and there are saddlebags on the horse. Huh. Okay. So, what do you want to do? We haven't let Yavalinus in on this suspicion yet. Or have we? No, you, he's like, is there something? And you're like, no, 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 no. Like, he's picked up that you guys okay. were, like, a little weirded out. Right. So, I kind of, like, tug on their sleeves and mm-hmm. got, you know, Night Rider over here. 
Oh, no. It seems as if they uh, have other designs on the uh, the thing that was removed from uh, Cyan. Perhaps Agreed. we should move to intercept as he gets away from the temple. Agreed. And perhaps just outside of town. Mm-hmm. Can we position ourselves on the road? Uh, we don't know which direction they're going yet. Mm-mm. So I think we have to spy, my friends. And maybe it should just be me. <laughs> um, I'd like to find a vantage point to watch the horse from and dig myself in alone. Um, are you trying to ambush it or you just see which direction it travels? Just surveillance, yeah. I just want to see which direction it goes. But that only get us so far, right? Like if it goes to the east, it could be anywhere, right? Yeah, right. But but at least we know to fo- we could follow it and wait till you know we're mid midway between the towns or something. Mm-hmm. I just want to. I'm just. I'm thinking ambush, and I'm thinking get it as far away from the acolytes and everybody else as possible. Okay, here's the thing. If you watch which way it's going, you're never going to get in front of it to ambush it. Is there so is there a stable that is like just unprotected, like a stable near the inn or something where we could snag horses and follow? I mean, I mean we haven't been a, to the town before. Horse it's not like D D. Horses in ancient Rome are incredibly expensive animals. Yeah, but um, we have one. We have a have cart. A donkey. We have a donkey. We have a donkey. <laughs> But it's a super fast donkey, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's really tired because you whipped it to get here quick. <sighs> Here's the thing. There are two roads leading out of town. He's either heading out the north gate or the south gate. The north gate leads back to the town you just came from. Right, okay. So the other gate, you, then. You can, you can split up. You can take a chance on guessing the right one. But if you want to stop this guy, yes. you're, going to to, you're going to have to stop him now. Because once he gets out on the open road on a horse with you three on foot, you'll never catch him. So the north gate leads back to town, you said? Where we came from? The north yeah. gate leads back to the town you came from. Okay. I don't think it's going back there. I, I, think I don't believe south. so. Yeah, I think south is a better bet. So you want to position yourself right outside the south gate, expecting him to use the south road to leave town. Yep. I mean, not right outside the gate. I mean, away from people. If there's gate guards, I want to make sure that we're, you know, can ambush in in privacy. All right. You get that he's probably going to be leaving very soon. So you're going to have to make haste. Yeah. To try and find a suitable ambush point. All right, Heradius, this is just like old times for you. Yeah, it's the blood um, flowing. I need you to make a spot hidden. Yes, uh, 31, which is... Ex- no, it's not extreme, but uh, hard. You find a good ambush point where you've got ample cover and there's a, a narrowing and, and a turn in the road. Nice that the horse will have to slow down here, even if it was going faster. A bloody so, angle. <laughs> this, yeah, this is this is the best place you can set up an ambush in the time you have. Yeah. Now, do we have the remnants of the net still or no? Yeah. 
Okay. Excellent. Okay. So I, I think uh, Centurion, you go there ahead and then we will be behind so that you will come out and, and stop the horse and we will flank. Okay. Sound okay? Sure. Uh, Yavelinus, are you going to take the net or do you wish me to try to subdue him before you can? I don't know that we'll use it, but I'll carry it just in case. All right. Okay. The, um, everybody, are you going to be like out in the open? Or are you going to be hiding or hiding? Yeah, hiding is give best. Me stealth, give me a stealth check. Hard success. Extreme success. Yeah. Nin- Ninety-three out of twenty. <laughs> <laughs> the hell, He's man. just on the road. <laughs> He's well, you're. That's what you are, though. You're the you're the roadblock. You don't got to be hidden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so. You see in the early pre-dawn, you hear the horse before you see it. But it's the, the the sky is just turning gray with a sliver of reddish pink where the sun will be coming up in moments. You hear the horse coming towards the road. It turns and there's a centurion. There's a man standing in the road. And it is the same horse you saw being saddled. And this is Hamilcar. Oh, is it? Oh, that fucker. Oh, you son of a bitch. Okay. So, yeah, he turns. He was going to like, be like, oh, hail. Uh, could you help a weary traveler? I was way late in the. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you see him. Uh, is that what you were actually in the in mid sentence saying? I, I think because I think he would have to recognize me, right? I think we just spent oh, yeah, four hours he recognizes together. You. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's just like, you, oh, you see him. He knows your voice really well. Yeah. And there's a there's a pause. Which says, is Yeah. Where Hamilcar, where where are you off to? And at that point he kicks the horse into Strike. full gallop. Strike. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, I I leap at him. No, he's on horseback. He's gonna run your ass down. Well, how far away did he stop? I mean, did he like how, Well, I don't think that you were gonna be like standing right at the turn because the horse would have hit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm figuring you're at least six or seven feet away. He won't get in. He won't get up much speed, but the horse will slam you out of the way if it hits you. Yeah. So as as he like, but it may not even horse. happen because the minute he moves to kick, you know the yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna say that when, strike. So yeah, when when he kicks, I'll like jump to the right a little bit and just like start to run to tackle him off the horse. Okay, it's all happening so, together, right? I mean, it's a military move, sure. Yeah, right, you're 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 gonna side, you're gonna like fake and lunge. Yeah, yeah almost yeah. like a spear, like countering a spear thrust. And and if the horse goes, he's gonna meet me as I'm jumping, right? So okay, like, so I'm we're getting... gonna we're gonna go Dax. Yeah, mm. and his move is just to get clear of this, so he's not going to be attacking. Okay, you know, his full move is to get out of this area. Okay, so make your three attacks, and let's see what you can do. Uh, Keep in mind, he he is on horseback, so take take that into account for what you want to do. I rolled a hundred. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you son of a bitch! A hundred, a ninety-seven, a ninety-six, and a ninety-two. You, we're lucky you can't roll higher than a hundred. Because you'd do it. All right. We're going to deal with your death in a minute. Fuck. Chad. 
Well, I lunged and missed. I got a 70, so. I succeeded on my fighting brawl. And you were going to just do what? Charge the horse in the side and try and push Hamilcar off. Okay, you run and you basically grab his his leg and his his uh, his leg and his hip, hmm. and you like fling him, and he falls out of you know he falls off, hmm. and he like falls onto the ground. Um, Chad missed him. The centurion stumbled, and I got to pull out the damage on a horse trample. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> That's not a light wound. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we you could be nice to just say Hamilcar fell. It was a hundred. <laughs> yeah. I, you know. <laughs> the horse falling on him is being nice. <laughs> <laughs> that it's just running you over and not stomping you to death or falling yeah. on you. Oh my god. Literally the worst. <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> and and at the critical moment, you also got, what, a 96 or 7 earlier? Yeah, yeah. every goddamn time. Yeah, that's good. That's good. No, I like it. I, got, I killed the, hot, <laughs> the, the spot hidden roll, though. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> You're kind oh. of a plot device, man. <laughs> You're a walking plot device. Every game. <laughs> Jesus. And yet I still play around with my games. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, how many hit points do you have? I have nine. All right, this isn't even going to be close. And you don't have your armor on? Nope. <laughs> the horse runs over you for 17 points damage. Oh, that's bloody. How much was it? 17. Oof! A horse does 1d8 plus 3d6... <laughs> and it's strength bonus. Ouch. You you oh. just hear bloody stomps, I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> and now, cracking bones. Could be pretty funny if this is a TPK against a horse. <laughs> no, the horse the horse flees into the night after after that. Sure. Well, that danger's gone, thank God. <laughs> yeah, but does it have the thing in the saddlebags? Oh. <laughs> You're friggin' kidding me. Well, yes. He said he was loading things into the saddlebags, right? Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> Hamilcar's... Actually, you know what? I'm going to... See, that that... That's the damage if it if it's attacking you. It just It's not trying to attack you. It's just spooked and running over you. So I think I'm going to half that 17, which is still an awful lot. Which is still nine points. So what's zero? So I'm going to say you're you're not. You've got several broken bones and you're near death. But since it's not a trample attack, it's just incidental. And I, I think that's fair. It may end your career anyway, but because we don't know. Because unless someone survives, he's going to slit your throat. <laughs> mm. Okay, so Hamilcar is on the floor after falling off of a horse. I'm going to say that that inflicted 1d4 points of damage. You're lucky it's a 3. He has a dex of 55. 
So, 70. 70. Okay. Well, 70 uh, goes first. I'm going to jump on him and uh, slit his throat. So I'm attacking with a knife. Okay, go. 95. Oh, who's not, rolling 90 you're now? Not, you're, not a, you're not slitting his throat. <laughs> it's not a botch. I just want to... You want to... talk. Bill, do you go before 55? No, I don't. No. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, he's chanting. So, I don't, I don't play a ton of Cthulhu, but at zero, are you still conscious, or is it like a minus no, you're, two you're, thing? I'm saying that you're unconscious, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. Dying. Yeah, I rolled a hundred. I get it. It's it's cool. I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't sure because we play so many different things. If there was, you know, like a con check involved or something like that, where you still had some. Zero, you're out. You're, you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I moxie that roll? Maybe a fate point? <laughs> <laughs> Spend a Benny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Push the roll. <laughs> Push the roll not to die. Is that a thing? <laughs> well, you can't push rolls in combat, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chad, walk me through an opposed pal roll. Okay, we both roll, and whoever gets the higher levels of success gets it. Okay, his pal is 75. All right. And he rolls a 32 on 75. Which is a... Oh, holy crap. It doesn't matter. I got a 99. Oh, who botched now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he chants in the languages of the Fallen Empire and, you know, has his hand out and suddenly you hear like bones cracking, snapping. Um, oh, no, and it's almost as if your your bones have turned rubbery and are folding in on itself, and your arms kind of go back, and your your head jerks to the side, and you fall in just convulsion, screaming as your body twists and cracks, and you suffer seven points of damage. At which point I die. You don't have seven? I've got five. So that's two? Yeah. Okay. All right, Bill. (laughs) How do you you roll for seeing that? Uh, Make a sanity check for seeing that. Uh, 17, I'm fine. Okay. (laughs) Are you? Are you really? Are you really? (laughs) I'm never fine. I'm in the shadow war. (laughs) You may not be even that much longer. <laughs> it's just you and it's your it's you and John Kenny. So is it like a cobbled road or is it just dirt? It's it's Roman road. It's you know decent Roman road. Mm, I don't want to spend the time to dig a brick out, so I'm just gonna punch this. You don't have a dagger? You don't have a Um I've got a dagger, yeah. Everybody carries the dagger. Yeah. You may not have your axe, but you've got the dagger. And that is... Oh, if I rolled one lower, it would have been an impale with the dagger. Can you burn a luck? Yeah. Burn a luck. And that's going to be uh, eight points of damage. And he had 
fallen off the horse, and uh, he's down. I uh, stab him again for good measure. Okay. Do I even need to roll for that? Uh, no. So are we sure that negative two points means that you're, like, completely dead? No, it's, so it seems that I get a con roll at the end of each of the rounds, uh, and if I fail it, I'm dead. Okay, so make a con roll. And does this mean that you can be stabilized? It, yes, except, yes, it would give me one point if I am first aided. Okay. But I have failed my con roll. 71 on a 45. My con is not good. This character is dead. Ah. So, Evelinus, you are there with a critically wounded soldier, a dead cultist. Let's call him what he is. (laughs) And um, your deceased friend. Uh, So, I need you to roll a uh, roll a sand. 93. That's a failure. All right. <laughs> Worst mm-hmm. vacation ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, three, three points of sand loss. All right. And the horse comes trotting back. Well, that's and the, good. And the vial is in its saddlebag. I'm going to, te- is there like a tree nearby that I can tether the horse to? Sure. Okay. Tether the horse. First aid the centurion. Um, and I will burn the six points of luck to make that a success. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) So that is a successful first aid roll on him. Okay. Um, I suddenly there is a voice and it says, excuse me, sir. I look around for the source of the voice. Uh, a bearded man in a leather apron comes out of the shadows. Who are you? I'm a friend of his, and he points to the old man. Well, uh, as you can see, he's uh, beyond the help of friends. Not friends like me. And he goes over, and he takes a coin out, and he puts it on his forehead, and it burns and dissolves leaving a a burn patch and he gasps for breath yeah i do yeah Yeah. are you still all rubbery and boneless (laughs) no because he killed the wizard and he says uh tell him he doesn't die unless it's at her hands and that she remembers him you'll give him that message for me yes We'll be seeing you soon. And with that, he turns into a giant hyena and darts off into the <laughs> darkness, whereupon I need you to make a sanity check. And that's a failure. And you're... And you lose two more points. The shadow war just gets weirder and weirder. Hey, Chad. Yeah. Plot twist! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Did I hear that bit about the... No, you you oh. do, you won't remember you won't remember anything after dying. Okay. Um how many hit points do I have? One? Is that what <laughs> it comes back to one? Okay. 
All right, so we are going to say that um, <laughs> that a uh, well, you've got a horse <laughs> yes. and the cart. Um, the cart is at the temple. <laughs> yeah, maybe we leave the cart. <laughs> maybe write that off. Well, so is Cyan. Yeah. Well, so if he was going to leave. Uh, they they won't expect him back, but we want to leave the horse with someone out here. Do you want to stagger back down to town, grab the girl and the cart, and just leave? Shit, that's a vile full of demon. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, what the hell are we gonna do with that, man? God. Lead box and throw it in the sea. Uh, I don't even trust the sea anymore. But yeah. If if she's going to recover, we need to return her to her children. We promised them that we would do all that we could to heal her. Okay. So what happens is are are you going to go back risk going back down to the temple and trying to uh, get her and and your cart and get out of this town? Uh, and do you leave the priest's body just lying in the road? No, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I mean, <laughs> Horatius and I are in no shape to do anything. Yeah. Well, I guess that leaves me to dig a shallow grave. Thanks, I'd man. Most appreciated. Okay, <laughs> you stash the body in a shallow grave on the roadside. Leave not far from his tethered horse. Do you want to go down into town, get the girl and come back here to pick them up with the cart? Or do you all want to try and stagger down into town? Because you don't have a scratch on you. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe you should go and, and get the woman. Tell them that we um, would, we'll, we'll watch over her. If she's expected to recover, uh, she will either recover or no, but she should at least be with her family. I mean, we can wait here with the horse. I, I yeah. dare say we shouldn't go back to the temple. Yeah. I, I, I don't love sitting here next to a shallow grave and a horse. Uh, Is it the shallow grave or the horse part you object to? <laughs> it, is, it is still relatively early, Horatius. We we should not be noticed. The, the traffic should not be uh, heavy now. If, if it only takes a few moments for him to go back and, and grab Cyan, uh, yes, we will yes. be on our way shortly. I just, it's my nerves. It's been a very bad day. You notice that there's a circular burn on your forehead. What? <laughs> yeah, this guy in a leather apron said he was a friend of yours. Doesn't Came really out well. of the shadows, put a coin on your forehead. The coin dissolved. And he said uh, to tell you that you don't die except by her hand, and she will remember you. And then he turned into a hyena and ran off. Okay. A friend of yours? Uh, does it ring a bell? I'm assuming the leather apron does not, unless you... Oh, you met a couple of guys who wore leather aprons. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many of your friends turned into giant hyenas? Is a leather apron a sign of a surgeon? Or a smith. Uh, does, it any ring, any, does that ring any bells at all? 
I, I assume an ally in our blood and glory. Oh, oh, from Rome. Oh, yes. Oh, it is coming back to me. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? I do, I do love an arch villain. I, I'm going to have to tell you it's not a good thing. Let's let's just say that much. Okay, we're going to, we're going to we're going to save that story for post. But let's wrap up the the scenario. Let's wrap up what happens to Cyan. Yeah. When you get Cyan back away from the temple, the people in the temple are actually completely unaware. They they seem completely innocent. They they are what they seem. Whatever agenda the the leader of the temple had, they don't seem to be in on it. Hmm. Okay. Cyan is completely lucid and dying. Uh, can we try to administer first aid or the uh, the priests in the temple? They say that it looks. They said that you know there, there's really nothing that they can do. It's almost as if she was a woman, well, in her nineties. Like they said that you know there's a buildup of foul humors in her in her kidneys and and her liver um she's an organ failure there's really nothing we can do she should we can give you something for her that'll make her comfortable but um it's amazing that she was even able to move around as as uh sickly as her body is hmm. do we know she i mean does she seem like someone in her 90s or she's actually in her no, 90s she looks like she's 30. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, it's okay. Thank you. It's better this way. I feel like I've been in a nightmare for five years. And she says, take me to my, you know, take me to my children. That's, I want to speak to them before I'm out of time. Of course. Certainly. Is it worth, I'd like to make an insight to just read her to, you know, I, I'm assuming Roll. that, yeah. Uh, success. Just, no, she's she's genuine. Yeah, I suspected. Just good to check. She says, "I won't share the horrors that I've endured, but I was aware of everything happening, and there was nothing I can do. It was like I was outside of myself." Mm. Wow. And she said, I never wanted to hurt anyone. Were you aware of its intentions? Did it, were you able to, to, to feel what it wanted? It was like, I was giving it information, but it was making all of the choices mm -hmm. and it was reacting to my fear. Mm -hmm. I, I felt as a puppet, um, like, a like an ox led around by a ring in its nose. I was there, but I was not there. Well, you need to be there now for your children. You, uh, you must repair what has been done. She says, I've, I've lifted the curse on my brother-in-law. If he still wishes to help my children, um, he will have my blessing. And she says that there is a bag of coins at the bottom of my well. I, mm -hmm. I hid it there before I burned the house. 
Um, mm-hmm. There should be enough to rebuild the house. And I'm, and I will sign the land over to my brother in the keeping for my children until my son turns 17. We will see that it is done. Yep. Indeed. She says, get me home so I can make these arrangements with what family I have left. Yes. Okay. So you get her home. She has a, a very tearful reunion with her children. And uh, her brother-in-law actually comes to the villa and he can see. And he says, I heard, you know, there was rumors all through town that she'd gone missing and that you'd gone missing and that the children were found here and that you were trying to help her. Yeah, we, uh, they're good kids. And I wanted to make sure that their mother got the help she needed. And she says, help, she's dying. And then she kind of interrupts and says, I'd rather have a few moments in control than live a hundred years as I was. And, you know, she says, these men are not responsible for my death. They're responsible for my salvation. Mm. (laughs) And she says, do not regret your actions. She says, you know, I can see my children and I can say goodbye and, and I know that they will have a good the life I could not provide for them. She says, will you check in on them now and again? Certainly. They yes. will not understand. When they're older, you can explain it to them. Maybe. We will call on them whenever we are in the area. And uh, she says, uh, the bag in the well. Divide the coins in half. And my half is my gift to you. Hmm. The remainder of it leave for my children. Lucius looks at the other two and, and you know just shakes his head and is like you know the the coins belong to your children and their and their well being. They should uh, they should have all of it. She says, "What you risked your lives? You you're so badly hurt. You don't even know me." We don't do this for coin. She starts to cry and she says. I will look for you on the other side. And if I can protect you, I will. Thank you. Lucius just nods, nods to her. Yeah, internally, I'm thinking, do not come back from the other side to help us. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm nodding. Well, Romans actually believe that ghosts of their friends and family did come back to help them on certain days of the year. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I want that anymore in my life. <laughs> <laughs> she lasts only two days, passing in her sleep. Her her children are devastated, but you know, she speaks to them as she once was. Her daughter doesn't even remember ever remember her saying. Hmm. So she tells them, you know, be brave. Your uncle's going to take care of you. The land is going to be yours in a few years. You know, learn how to tend it. You know, she says, you know, bury me with your father. Remember me. And I will always be there to watch over you. And uh, and she dies the next morning. Um, how long do you think? So this was like halfway through our uh, sabbatical, right? Right, right. So I, I think Lucius would spend some of his time maybe with the brother-in-law out at the house, helping to clean 
it turns so out land. it turns out that over all those overgrown trees are the remains of what was once a very prosperous almond orchard. Nice. So the land is actually very valuable. Um, and almost immediately the children will have a good income. And the brother-in-law owns the land on the other side of the hill, and he also has almond orchards. I mean, this was a large plot that the brothers split between them as part of their inheritance. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be very easy for him to tend it. Um, and he doesn't have an heir, so he is more than happy to have blood relations he can pass the land on to. Mm-hmm. So would um, he adopt it in the family. He, uh, the, they're his niece and nephew. He doesn't really need to adopt them with both their parents dead. Someone well, has to raise them, so he, you know, he does formally adopt them in his household. Yeah, I, I meant like as far as like a legal sense, so they could, you know, he could leave property to them, sort of stuff. Right. Well, technically, the way the pa- his the wife drew up the papers, the lands in trust to her son. Yeah. He's only managing it for, until the kid turns seventeen. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. And he seems a real decent guy. And he's like, "Look, I'm going to teach my nephew everything he needs to do, so that when he turns seventeen, we'll find him a good wife, and he can take over this." And he says, probably by then, my son will be taking over my farm. And, you know, he can, they can work, the, you know, to, he can work with his cousin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he, he would help out as, I mean, he's obviously not a farmer by any stretch of the imagination, but he, he would help out as much as he could feeling responsible for the kids then that, you know, we, we promised them that we would save their mother. And, you know, on on some level, I guess that happened, but. You know, you tell you know if you want to talk to him about it, he says in a way you did save her. He goes that that was the that was my sister in law, and I haven't seen her that way in three years. You know, you know it's not your you know you didn't put that creature in her. You took it. You helped get it out. You know whatever madness, whatever demon or spirit was gripping her, you saved her from it, and you know you let her die with some dignity Uh, and and if that's not enough you restored my sight had you not cured her she would have never lifted the curse on me yes well we we wish we we could have not only returned her her sanity but also her her life to to spend with her children but uh, we we must take these uh, small comforts as we can i look forward to trying some of these almonds Mm. (laughs) <laughs> he says that uh, we have a warehouse down at uh, in my property. Please, uh, I would love for you to be a guest contender. <laughs> Excellent, <laughs> Bill. Make a make a make a luck roll. Uh, let's see here. Hoo-hoo. No. Okay. Yeah. How bad? I failed by 13 points. Okay, it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my luck is down to 21 now, so... Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so, you know, the the brother-in-law has a large family. You know, mm-hmm. he's one of several brothers and sisters, and there's a, these children are now in a large... Ex, part of a large extended family. And they, you know, the father... You know, the brother-in-law basically says that, you know... You will have a home here, 
whenever you visit. You know, I want you all to consider yourselves part of my family. You know, you've restored my sight and you've brought, you've given us, you know, Neridia and Neptunus back into our lives. And you, although it does not feel that way, you did save my sister-in-law. And I know that she is at peace with my brother. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And he, and he like, he embraces each one of you. Wow. wow I feel, I'm like, I feel terrible. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't want to do the, the completely happy ending because it's so predictable. <laughs> and, it, and it is Call of Cthulhu after all. Yeah. No, no, it and makes honestly, sense. In my mind, that creature was the only thing keeping her alive. Mm-hmm. You know, she probably would have died years ago after what damage it did. Right, right. Yeah. And with, and with that big yawn, I think we better start wrapping it up. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. No, it's Sorry. okay. It's a long day for all of us. Yeah. I'm glad that we got it done. I'm sorry if it was a bit of a downer. That's fine. But, you know, it, it, Call of Cthulhu, you can't have uh, shiny, happy endings all the time. Mm-hmm. I've been yeah. listening to actual play podcasts of Dennis Detweller scenarios, so <laughs> this was positively cheery. <laughs> And Chad, I'm going to make you pay for that extra life. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, uh, I'm aware. When that little girl you that little girl you just rescued is kidnapped. Oh no! Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I will, unless you come to the spooky island on the haunted, uh, to the spooky castle on the haunted island alone, and turn yourself over. She'll, you know. <laughs> We're gonna do snively whiplash twirling mustache super right. villain shit. <laughs> You're gonna be like, fuck it, I'm retiring the character. I'm rolling up somebody else. I don't need this shit. So who doesn't know any of these people? Yeah, I thought that was gonna be tomorrow with us all rolling up new characters. <laughs> right. We got um, pretty close there. It could have. Mm-hmm. I like Horatius. I just didn't want him to die. And I'm like, I've got the super villain that he let that they let go. Yeah. I, I I can't have him die. I don't have the link to that thing I want to do later. <laughs> he hasn't suffered enough. <laughs> he but it is true. I've been dying to bring that villain back, but I didn't want to do it so soon because it's so obvious. I wanted you to start yeah. to forget and then spring it. <laughs> and then you're lying there dying, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, you're, it's it's you're too good of a plot device. Keep... <laughs> All right. Well, I hope everybody had a good time. I'm not sure when we're going to get to do this again, but um, we still have to go back to the uh, the the valley. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I I've caught wind that Bill will be playtesting something with us soon, and I will actually get to roll someone up. Yes. Cool. Okay. So that should be a fun treat coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking of actually a, a, a rolling up a philosopher. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've got like 10 different ideas for characters I'd want to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not even things for... are crazy. There's, I mean, we're hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully going to be pushing a book out the door in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, I am dead on my feet. This yeah. is wonderful. And yeah. I will talk Thank to all you. of you later. Good night, everyone. Cool. Good, night. Good night. Good night. See you yeah. later. All right. Thanks, guys.
Thank you. Yep. We'll catch you later. I wish I had a Morgan Freeman speech modulator that said that they, in fact, never did play this game again. Uh, Unfortunately, due to Chad's schedule, um, this part of our Invictus campaign uh, drew to a close here. Uh, These characters are left to history, uh, but we do have a new ongoing Cthulhu Invictus campaign. Uh, Those sessions are live on YouTube, but they have not actually made it to our podcast feed yet. They will be dropping in this spot uh, in the schedule uh, once they come around. I have another Invictus game and another game that Kevin ran is set in Tibet. Uh, So I may consider dropping those ones first. I'm not sure, just to give a continuity gap, I guess. But they will be hitting the feed sooner or later. And and, uh, now we'll get into the end show. All right, and for everybody that was... uh checking this out we uh we appreciate everybody watching this uh if you like what you see if you like what you hear uh, please uh click the likes and the subscribes uh tell your friends uh rating uh on itunes and or whatever your pod chaser of choices is super helpful and uh, we definitely appreciate that uh we do have coffee for sale uh it's really good it's roasted by neil it's a nice easy drinking medium roast it's what i keep in the house If you use the code LEGENDS10, you're going to get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. That also applies for the other Birds of a Feather coffee uh, selections as well, so we appreciate it if you do that as well. The money from the Legends comes back to the show, though, so we, we suggest that maybe, but the other stuff is really good, too. We also have our Patreon up and running. If you would like to throw a couple of sesterces our way, that would be most appreciated. Uh, If not in this time of COVID, that's quite all right as well. Uh, And again, we appreciate you checking this out, and uh, we'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.